Companion. This is episode 317. I'm your host, Brian Williams. I am Adam Caesar. I'm Stephen Embry. And today we're going to discuss Star Trek Picard's second season episodes, Monsters and Mercy. Here we go. Monsters, season two, episode seven. Original release date, April 14th, 2022. Directed by Joe Menendez, written by Jane Maggs. Guest cast include James Calley as Maurice Picard, Madeline Weiss as Yvette Picard, Sol Rodriguez as Teresa Ramirez, Ito Aguirre as Guinan, and Jay Barnes as Agent Wells. Inside his mind, Picard relives a memory from his childhood, where his apparently abusive father, Maurice, chases Picard's younger self and his mother, Yvette, through the house. Tillian helps Picard realize that his mother was actually struggling with mental illness and his father was just trying to protect her and him. Meanwhile, Rafi and Seven begin tracking Jurati. They find a bar where she smashed a window and realize that the Queen is trying to create more endorphins in Jurati until she has enough power to assimilate more people and become a new board queen. Come on, we have to go. It's just a game. Hide and seek down below. But I'm frightened of the dog. Yes, but I can't breathe here. We'll go. You and me. I won't be sad. Everything will be better now. You want to be with me? hours before I found you. If you hadn't dropped that pad, I never would have known. Oh boy, today we have a couple of doozies. Who wants to go first? I'm going to let you guys pick. Who's more excited to talk about this episode? I'll talk about this one because I liked it more than the second one, so. Alright, this is Adam's favorite episode of Star Trek so far. Of, of all of Star Trek, of course. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, here we go. Here we go on these two episodes. We were starting with this one. All right, we're in we're we're in Picard's head. I will I will preference this, this that I liked what they were trying to do in this episode, but it just did not work at all. I've never been a big fan of like let's relive um let's go inside somebody's head and like have this whole adventure where everything's going on. I've never really been a big fan of, of that kind of genre, science fiction genre. It's used quite a bit. We've seen it in Star Trek a lot. Sometimes it works. More often than not, it, it just seems silly. And um, that's the course that they chose to go here. We're going to go inside Picard's head. Tillian is going to join him, and they're going they're going to help him uncover, you know, the struggles that he is going through. I think that sounds good on paper, but like this, like I said, the execution of this isn't well. The sets aren't great. I really like the scenes between um, the beginning scenes with Picard and the therapist. Oh, what is the actor's name? I know he's from Battlestar Galacta, Galactica. James Callis. James. I like those scenes. They're really good together. Problem with that scene is not written very well, but they still pull it off, both of them, because they're really good. And it's it's really exciting to see those two together. So I enjoyed that, even though the writing wasn't good. Um, like I said, we get into what's going on in his childhood with his mother. We find out that um, his father is actually trying to protect him, although 
it's weird to me because we're inside Picard's head. So this really is more like a memory of his father. So that's why this is confusing to me. And that's why I don't like going inside the head. I just don't know if they had to rush this, if they were in a, a time crunch to write these things. Um, but it's just a lot of it just doesn't seem well thought out. Even though I like the premise of going into Picard's psyche and trying to figure out what this is that 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 brought about Picard being such a introverted person and never falls in love because this has been a thing with him from the get-go um, starting in next gen. So I like the idea of what they were trying to do here. Just the execution just does just falls completely flat. I think this episode is uh, pretty not great and I have a hard time watching it and I'm not going to have anything positive to say about it. So I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it. <laughs> Steve. I yeah. I think my, very professional critical analysis <laughs> it's it's one of these these two episodes both kind of feel like that someone had random ideas in a hat and then pulled it out and then they had to like connect them or something you know it, it, i don't it's just bad bad choice after bad choice and and they apparently just didn't realize that they were writing themselves into a hole that and they just didn't say man this is this is awful we scrap this i mean i, I mean the premise i i like the notion that Let's learn about some something about Picard we didn't know. They just like even if they wanted to go down that path and with what was up with his mother and his father and their relationship and how all these kind of things. There's got to be like a million and one better ways to tell that story than what they did here. That's the thing. And so it's just there's almost there's practically nothing redeemable about this. I mean they they have a little bit of a tie-in with A and B or C story with the notion of an offhand remark that uh, is made. The- Q is like, why did Q want you to relive relive these stories or something? Maybe. Yeah, and then yeah, and it's just it's just it's just not it's not enough, and then and it it kind of cheapens Q too as well, you know, because we know where this is going with Q, and like this is this is it, you know, we're gonna just send him off with all this crap, and so it's uh, it's just it's disappointing, um, and it's boring. And it, it's it's just it's 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 one of the worst it's the worst couple episodes together that we've seen in a long time that I can recall reviewing. It's just like they just wrote themselves in a hole and they just just kept going and they say, oh well, it's awful, but what are we going to do about it? So let's just keep going, you know. It's just well, I've said, you know, I think that Picard, I mean, I thought Picard season one was not good, but I think Picard season two is. I don't know why I seem to think that I I remembered maybe it was better. It's not. This is worse than season one. This is this is bad and i mean i don't i don't know it's like the opposite of love isn't hate it's indifference or whatever right like there were episodes of discovery that i feel like i hated a lot more than this but i'd rather watch them than this any day of the week you know because it's just boring and pointless and it's all the nuttier when we think about how wonderful season three has been so far we're up to you know we're halfway done with season three and it's been so great. And I know they changed showrunners. It's it's more different than that, even implies. So I I don't I don't I don't understand. It's like how could anybody have been, been this, the same people be involved in season three and season two? Yeah, it's a it's a fundamental 
tonal difference all all around it just and i mean i don't know there's probably a little bit of it is is character a lot of these characters i don't think they ever got to the point where we they did enough for us to care about them very much i mean it's, it's maybe a little more so than in season one because we've been with them but this like i've already kind of said in another episode some of this stuff especially with soon and the daughter and whatnot it feels not only recycled but it feels like they're just like had to use actors and so let's make up something from the do you know and stuff it's it it's it's just unfortunate and it's just kind of blase and you'd think you think going into this you'd think in the first two seasons you think it'd be hard you know say like oh we're bringing patrick through about and doing picard how can we go wrong well maybe that's the problem maybe they found a way to go wrong because they just kind of got lazy with it i didn't even like this episode from a technical standpoint they chose to do that uh, in the in the in the dream sequency thingies in the dungeon, they did that squishy people like they do on that Sandman Netflix show that I could not watch because of that. I know some people didn't care, but it bugged the crap out of me. It drove me nuts. And they do it at least they only do it in the dream sequency stuff here. But I, I hate the way that looks. It's dumb. <laughs> I know what it means. You put the it's the wrong lens. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I can't. I can't. My point is that I can't find anything good about this episode. Not, not a thing. I don't like it. Well, it's funny. It's like, I think, I feel like this is the first episode of all the new treks, including Discovery and, you know, the previous Picard seasons, where if there was one thing that I could say positively about each and every show is that the set design, the effects were always top notch, even in bad episodes. But in this episode, it was, the, the effects were, were terrible. It was, you know, the sets were it looked like they found some sketches from the eighties from next gen and like, you know, let's go with these. It just, it just didn't look good. Same with the little, the monsters or whatever. Yeah. It may, sort of made me think, you know, obviously this season is about Q and Picard and they're trying to recreate, or at least I think they're trying to re- recreate the magic that um, those two characters had in next gen. And when I think about this season, that the episode that most matches this season to me, it's tapestry, right? Is that that's where Picard, goes where he stabbed through the heart is that the name of the next gen episode so that's the one that kind of closely matches to me what they're trying to do in the season and maybe they didn't watch it because in that you know that episode in that hour you know that 45 minute episode q actually dives into one of the one of the issues that picard has you know this arrogance and this you know, what if I'd done something different or played it safer? And, you know, and Q shows them what would, ha- you know, what would have happened. And Q played an active part in that. I don't, I don't know. I think, I wish they would have just went back and watched that episode and like taken, found a way to take the charm of that episode and bring it into that season, into the season. And it's disappointing that they, they didn't. Yeah. I mean, none of this stuff has anything to do with anything. You're like, you right. said they have, they've got a line in there trying to connect these dreamy things and his past, memories which as you already adam already said there can't exactly be memories because of the stuff with his dad that that wouldn't make any sense and then you've got not laris in those sequences too but yeah what does that have to do with anything it's nothing it's 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 just manufactured drama and it doesn't feel real it doesn't feel it doesn't it's doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the season and the next episode is even more fillery that we're going to get to yeah. with the silly fbi guy crap and cora and again nothing to do with anything yeah and i yeah i don't care about i don't know i mean i i i, I still kind of like that the uh, clinic doctor her and her kid and the, their her relationship with rios 
this is the episode where he takes yeah he brings them onto his ship onto the La Serena I think yeah, yeah. seems like you're probably gonna break some of those don't mess up the timeline rules but okay but you know I do like their relationship uh, I don't know I, I mean the stuff with um you know the board queen it's kind of just I don't know just kind of drawn out this episode ends with her breaking the glass in the bar right which that's a perfect example of pulling something out of a hat and then having to ride around it like so we did that so the endorphins can speed up this assimilate or some dumb thing just so, i think they just wanted to see her break glass and they made up some dumb excuse it's it's so lame i mean honestly obviously obviously and of course if the episode was good if the writing was good if the characters were doing anything worthwhile i forgive stuff like bad vfx you know of course of course we do we would forgive crappy monster costumes and reused looking dungeon sets we could live with all of that i think i want to preface that i don't hate star trek picard obviously i'll get into season three probably next week i'm i think the show disappoints me more than anything else i mean you had all i had all these pieces put together you had um you actually had good ideas in season one and in season two it's just I don't get where you you know you have all the good pieces in place you have a budget you have good effects you got good actors and how the writing just went the way it did with all these other good things that were that were involved in the show I just I don't get it I don't understand it I'm... Indiana Jones five comes out this summer and I've played my son the first three movies and I haven't played him Kingdom or the Crystal Skull movie the fourth movie because I thought. My son has never seen a bad Indiana Jones movie, right? <laughs> so maybe I don't maybe I don't need to play it for him. It's the opposite here. So Adam has not watched Picard season three. Adam has never seen a good Picard episode. <laughs> he doesn't have a concept for yeah. that it's even possible. <laughs> and it's gonna make you even more um in awe and confused. Maybe that was their plan all along. Yeah. We'll, just, yeah. we'll really lower expectations for a couple seasons and then bam, we'll hit them with mediocrity and then they'll be like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just kidding. I'm sure it's really good. I've heard good things. Guinan drinks a liquid and does this shriek thing. It's um, interesting. You know, we get a little bit of, like, I don't think we've heard that before, right? This idea that Elorians and the Q Continuum had a Cold War for a long time apparently yeah that's new yeah i believe that's new yeah and that she can summon a q right i mean before she could sense him before in next gen but i don't think we ever got that she could yeah just more dumb unnecessary stuff that we didn't we didn't need to man that, that, that that's another yeah he didn't even show up right i mean yeah i mean how how do you <laughs> it's like how do you make bad worse you just have no outcome it's like it was just like bad drink this stuff it's crazy scene like what the heck's going on then nothing happened okay moving on <laughs> why and, and then they get arrested by an fbi agent and we'll get into well, that it, shortly. You know, it's really that, lucky that, that nobody awesome. else ever nobody else ever pulled that particular uh beverage holder out can you think <laughs> yeah whoops yeah I told you not to open that one ever. Well, it just made me want to drink it more. That's what happened to me. Now we got Q here. Um, but yeah, then yeah, so it ends with um FBI guy. I should have asked 
a six degrees of question about him because I'm pretty sure he played somebody else, but I didn't. So the spoiler for the end, I just didn't care <laughs> enough to look anything up. I don't. I don't I just you're you're done. done. Yeah, done. it really was. <sighs> so yeah, the, the, the maybe, maybe, maybe if they could have really pulled something out of their tushes and and answer when like. When she says we're leaving those stories, reliving those stories was part of Hugh's plan, and I'm just like, yeah, I have the same question. Why? What's the point? Like maybe if they'd actually had a point there. But <sighs> all right, we've beaten this. I have a question, and it'll we'll take it in the episode two. Why does Tillian just disappear? Why doesn't she continue on with him to Guinan's? And on you know, it's kind of like I know a per- you know you know they're having this discussion, and he's like, I know I know a person. I think I assume she's in the scene until there's a wide shot. I'm like, oh, where is not Laris? And she's not in. She's not in the entire, this entire next episode. I'm like, where did she go? <laughs> yeah, well, that's how I felt. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna sit with. I'm gonna sit this one out. I gotta take a nap. Yeah, sometimes I, I see like the recap with, with, or you see like Soon's daughter. I'm like, oh my god, we haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> what? A, who is this again? I can't even remember her name. Yeah, and I don't care. Don't tell me. I don't care. <laughs> oh, folks, it's all right because in a few weeks. We're going to be loving. We're going to be saying all these great things about Star Trek again when we get to Picard season three, right? Woo-hoo. And I, don't get me wrong. I think that it's to Steve's point earlier. You just get these actors that were in the first season and you get them in this season. And to do what? I mean, that really has nothing to what that character went through really has nothing to do with anything else in the show. It's just it's it doesn't connect at all. What is this episode about? Nothing. I think they were trying to say, um, you know, deal with your your past and um, you'll be able to move forward. Yeah, I mean, they may have tried to touch on some father things because Rios had an offhand remark about lack of a father. And if they'd have done that and then like done everything differently, maybe it'd have been OK. But <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, there looked like they had an idea on paper what they wanted to say, like I said, but execution was 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 poor. All right, let's do six degrees for monsters. Adam, James Callis plays Picard's therapist. Name the sci-fi doctor that Callis is much better known for playing. I'm looking for the character's name. Baltar. Very good. Now, you already got the point, but do you remember his first name? Um, Gaius. Very good. Dr. Gaius Baltar, Battlestar Galactica. Excellent show. Excellent show. He's a pretty good um uh, voice actor. I've watched a couple of uh, animated shows that he did a voice on. He's pretty good. Uh, all right. And I've got one moving on. Mercy, Season 2, Episode 8. Original release date, April 21st, 2022. Directed by Joe Menendez. Written by Cindy Apple and Kirsten Beyer. Guest cast include Brent Spiner as Adam Soong, John DeLancey as Q, Sol Rodriguez as Teresa Ramirez, Ito Agahera as Guinan, and Jay Barnes as Agent Wells. Agent Wells tries to make Picard and Guinan confess to being aliens. He separates them, and Guinan is visited by Q, who explains that he is dying and that the trial is a final attempt to give his own life meaning. The Queen finds a broken soon after Cora left him and persuades him that he can save his legacy by helping her steal the Lysineria, thereby enabling her to conquer the galaxy. Soon provides her with a squad of mercenaries to convert into Borg drones. The primitive satellites are excruciatingly slow. What do you want? Mm, faster satellite. You're quite famous in a version of where I come from. 
But your potential is wavering. Who else has more to gain or lose right now than Adam Sung? <laughs> Nothing more to lose, I'm afraid. Only a legacy. He took everything. You'll get over it. You're currently at a fork in the proverbial road. Two futures. One leads to you bringing humanity back from the edge of extinction. They will call you the father of the future. Your statues will grace capitals. Or you die alone. No glory. Forgotten in a pool of your own 90-proof vomit. Uh, uh, how, how do I uh, guarantee that other path? Rene Picard either boards a spaceship and makes a discovery that renders your work obsolete, or doesn't. If it had any mercy, it would at least be shorter. Yeah, that's that's what that's what you're saying as it's going. Mercy, please, just stop. You know, it's kind of like you know how when there's like a weak part of like an A B A B C story, whatever it is, you have a weak part, and then you go to the next, the other where they jump to the other story, and they say, oh, it's this, and this doesn't even have that, right? I mean, everything they jump to, it's like not this, and you realize there's not there's no plot you want to see continue. It just <laughs> it's it's what a mess and and you know so it starts off with this uh, apparent flashback without context at all that we only learn at the end as to what they're doing the the vulcans on earth and this kind of thing and um and again that that's the classic mistake of we don't care about this guy why would we care about this guy he was dumb in the last minute or two of the last episode his story ends in this episode why build this around him i don't and he's yeah he's very significant you're right it's built around him this entire episode and i don't care about <laughs> him at all for, right. not for one second right right it's kind of the opposite of i don't care about him i specifically don't want to see <laughs> yeah. Him. yeah yeah i have no uh, yeah interest and so it just, it, and then it, every, again, every aspect is dumb. When they go over to Gerardi breaking things and fighting with her and Seven and Rafi arguing amongst themselves, it doesn't feel genuine. It feels convoluted and it's stupid. You go to, why did Rios bring them to the ship at all? And they're just, you know, it's like a sitcom on there. And, you know, they have some chemistry and all that, but it's still dumb. You know, it's still dumb and they're saying dumb things. And it's, they're like, they're just doing this stuff while the world's falling apart so it doesn't make any sense at all J just one thing after another the the soon stuff and you know again you, you get what they're trying to do i guess but you you they spread themselves so thin amongst all these things throughout this season that it's all starting to culminate where they got to jump to each segment and say like, okay here's why you should care here's why you should care but we, you didn't give us enough to care about any of it and so it's just uh, this smorgasbord of indifference that you know as you as you watch this and oh let's revisit the elnor thing so we can i mean good grief and then at the at the end you wrap with people saying dumb stuff as they assimilate soldiers and 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 that one scene where um they're having the the moment in the bar at the end and Guinan's like cleaning in the background or something. I was like struck, like, what is she doing back there while they're having their final little talk? And then it just stops. It's just a mess. It's just a mess. I, I can't. I can't believe it. Adam, tell us about your second favorite episode of Star Trek ever. <laughs> My second favorite Star Trek ever. So I'm going to agree with everything Steve said. And I don't know what they were thinking, but it seems like they. It seems like they were almost trying to do a um, bottle episode in a 
serialized Siri with this guy. I started thinking about it. You know, this would have been a good episode in next gen, you know, Guinan and Picard beam down to earth for some reason, and they get caught by an FBI agent. And that's, that's just the whole episode. That would have been a good episode in next gen here. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Why they get picked up by the FBI and have to go through all of this. It does nothing to move the story forward. Like you said, Steve, I don't care about this guy because he's not part of this storyline. He's just kind of an interrupter. I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, the only thing there's, the only thing that I can say positive about this episode is the scene with Q. I liked the scene with Q and Guinan, and I think when before this season two came out and we heard it's going to be a Q season, we were, I was excited about that. And we only get such little bits and pieces of John DeLance through the through this whole series until maybe the last episode. And they spend good probably 20 plus minutes in the dungeon of the FBI when we could have gotten more Q stuff. We could have gotten more background. Why is he dying? Why, you know, they could have delved into that, a character that we all love. But we spend, you know, all this time, you know, learning about this traumatic experience, this this FBI agent had as a kid finding Vulcans and, you know, Picard helps him. And then here we go. I don't even know if I like the Q Guinan scene. I mean, I, I like John Delancey and I, I like his performance. I like the way he delivers the words that are coming out of his mouth. But when I listen to them, I don't understand what he's talking about. I've now watched that scene more than once and I cannot, and you know, if you ask me. And, th- and, that, and that's the rip I'm giving. I'm like, he, he, he's explaining why he did, why he does what he's doing, what he did. What, what was his reason? And I still cannot answer the question. I don't understand what he said. Can you guys tell me? So see, and that's, and that's my point here. I mean, they delve into these, all these other tangents. Steve's brought up all the small ones that make no sense. And then we have the big glaring one in the room with the FBI agent here. And the thing that we're, you know, I'm interested in, you're interested in, I'm assuming you you are too, Steve, what's going on with Q? And we don't get any of that. And they clearly had plenty of time to write that stuff because they filled it with a bunch of junk. So I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I think broadly speaking, this is some kind of convoluted way for him to give something back to Picard or teach him something, but it's so convoluted that you kind of just have to guess. I mean, they're kind of, it's, 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 it's um, convoluted is not quite right. It's, it's cryptic as well. It's, it's, it's like purposefully annoyingly cryptic and confusing. Okay. But then why was he trying to dissuade Renee from boarding the ship? Yeah, why no was he, why was he trying to get Sung to uh, stop Picard from, yeah, it makes no, why did he help Corey? You know, why did he give her the cure? What was that about? Yeah, it's it's just like purposely trying to make it harder on everybody, right? And, but it, that doesn't lead them to where they need to. That doesn't help Picard in any way get to whatever lesson he's supposed to get or get something for Q or whatever. That that just that just causes trouble and nearly gets everyone killed and prolongs this awful narrative. I need you to know? know. I need to know. It's what that's the only chance this season has. To give to have any kind of meaning, and we know what's going to happen to Q later, 
and to have any chance at any, you know, meaning there. I need to know why, what is his rationale? Why has he done this? And that's supposed to be the scene that explains it to me. And it doesn't. And I don't get and, it. And, and, and it's also more confusing because when Gannon says, you brought him here, you brought, and he's like, no, Picard brought himself here. He went like, no, you kind of made him come back here. So this is your game. It's, it's, it's weird. So I get what you're saying, Brian, with the, the dialogue, the thing that the, the dialogue that's been written doesn't really make sense. But there's an underlying current there where there was so much potential. And that's what's disappointing. As well, saying. for good measure, we get a new Guinan power out of nowhere, too. This whole yeah. telepathic something or another. It's like, what on earth? When that came into it, it was like more, more nonsense. Kind of like the teaching yourself Vulcan, you know, mind melding or whatever that stuff. That's that yeah, kind of mind melding, right? Yeah. All humans are stuck in the past. And that was enough for Picard to, you know, crack this FBI agent. What luck that uh, this is the guy that found them. He's pretty smart. He's, he's already got Rios' combat. He's put all this stuff together and made all these connections in like one day. It's pretty good. Right guy at the right time. I mean, talk about something that doesn't make any sense. And again, maybe it's, it's going to be explained in the next episode. Sure. I'll take it. But uh, why is Borg Gerardi helping Soong to keep his alternate future where he's, you know, evil leader guy and the earth is bad. Uh, If that's the very future where we know that the Borg are like exterminated and the Borg queen was the very last one. Why is she helping bring about the future that ends the Borg? I have a better question. Why is Brent Spiner? I love Brent Spiner, but why is he even in this season? It's, it feels like just to have him in it. Let's just write something for him and have him in it. This is what it feels like. It's it's forced. He's fo- being forced into the season, and they're just writing stuff in. And it, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't even like the costumes. The FBI guy's suit doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting though because it, it is to that level of so many things that are problematic and and just off that it's like how how does it how did it get this way? Because sometimes when things are extremely wrong i mean you know we've all seen things that are just like oh man that one choice could have been a little different that would have made this a better thing or this one you know but something it's like it's almost like going out of your way to it's like again i don't want to be nasty about it but i think it's it'd kind of be hard to be this bad right everything because everything is 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 a problem you know with the exception of the, the the actors who are good actors right i mean we're not sitting there saying oh they can't deliver or whatever it's just you know, it's it's bad writing, but man, it's a, it's a mess. Well, no, I agree with you. I, mean, I love Brent Spiner, and I love watching him work. Um, but I'm, you know, after watching this episode, I'm like, I couldn't understand why he was even in this season, other than just to be in it. They 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 you know looked at some paper like everybody loves Brent Spiner. Let's have him in season two. What's he gonna do? I don't know. We'll figure it out. That's kind of how it feels like the decision was made. Well, I remember last time I complained about you can't have it both ways, you know. Brent Spiner's Adam Soong sure looks like all the other Soongs, but nobody mentions that. As opposed to Lar- not Laris, who they're immediately like, wow, it really looks like Laris. And in this episode, we get we do get the the uh, Romulan heritage reveal and Picard says, oh, you must be an ancestor. Yeah, I mean, that you makes know. no sense. They, they should have just had Laris. 
and a dumb piece of tech too with the the ear masking only works every eight hours or whatever. Eight some, hours. Some Why? Dumbest, man, that's silly. That's, that's silly. The point. That's the point. Yeah. What is this episode about? No idea. <laughs> I mean, if if it centers around anything, like we talk, it centers around the you know these extra character that's in this for a couple episodes, right? But even that story isn't. There's not not enough to say like what. I don't know what journey he took through it or anything like that. As if there's any story good enough to let somebody who's come on for one episode be the center of it, you know, in a 10, uh, a season, the last 10 episodes. Right. But even that, I, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, and we've run into episodes, especially in this new, new, new Trek era of like, you know, when they try to do too many things and it's hard to, you know, pin down exactly what they're trying to say. And sometimes those episodes work and more often than not, they don't. But in this episode, it's so googly goshed. Even the little tangents they went on, I don't know what they were really trying to say. So it's it's hard to say this. There's anything good about this episode. Uh, side note, listeners, I'm I apologize. I'm getting over a cold. Um, so I, I sound a little funny. Sorry about that. Yeah, you know. Sorry to be downers, guys. I mean, I know we've. Kind of, I don't. I don't like having podcasts like this where we where we kind of just poo-poo on Trek, because that's not why we do this, but... Yeah, but like years ago, our listeners, more than one person, <laughs> would say to me they liked our show as opposed to, you know, there's a million Star Trek podcasts out there. They liked our show more than many others because we were always positive. You know, and it wasn't until we started talking about <laughs> getting near the end of Voyager, or, you know, some of, some occasionally some Enterprise things, but Discovery was the first time where I feel like we weren't just pulling out individual episodes, but we were saying maybe this is not a good show, you know, as opposed to, yeah, like, of course, there would be bad episodes occasionally we'd be talking about. But I feel like we were predominantly saying it was a, maybe not a good show. And here, no no hiding it, no way around it. You know, we're saying Picard is a a bad show. Picard seasons one and two are a bad show. They're not just occasional bad episode outliers if there was a good episode it's an outlier <laughs> you know and i hate being that show on podcast so brian this is kind of how i judge it um uh, you know I'm, I'm midlife here 47 i'm 47 i could see myself watching next gen again deep space nine even voyager even parts of enterprise i'm never gonna watch discovery again I'm never going to sit down and go through Discovery again, and I'm definitely not ever going to watch these first two seasons of Picard again. I, I, I just have no desire whatsoever. To, yeah, well, that's you know, something I said on our last podcast, that I was I was definitely never watching Picard season one and two again. Now, I've already watched Picard season three as much as, the, as is available more than once, right? So Picard season three, I am going to be watching, and it is great, and I can't wait to be talking about it. Because I want to say something positive. We'll get there. We still love Star Trek. And I'm just as sorry as anybody else that Picard's seasons one and two are maybe the greatest squandered resource. It's disappointing. In all of Star Trek. But at least season three is great. And if season three had been bad, especially bringing back all those characters, oh, I mean, that could be enough to make somebody not watch Star Trek at all anymore, right? So, you know, bear with us. We're going to have one more podcast where we talk about bad Picard. And then after that, 
But before that, let's do six degrees for mercy. Steve, Q states that he and Guinan haven't met yet. Which episode of Next Gen's second season states that they meet in the 22nd century? Hmm. I'll give you a hint. They are both in the episode. <laughs> Is it uh, Q-Who? Yes, sir. Q-Who. We tied. So it's a tie for the day. It's a tie. Yeah, Adam wanted to make sure that he pointed that out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I think Strange New World's Blu-ray comes out this week, but I happily canceled my Blu-ray pre-order after they announced the 4K Blue. So I, I won't have the discs until, I guess, May. But that's fine. I think the Lower Decks Season 3, three Blu-ray pre-order is up. I think that's correct, yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, of course, we're going to have um, the next-gen movies on 4K in a couple weeks. That'll be great. Looking forward to that. Any other news? Any news I'm forgetting about? I believe we're supposed to find out very soon the exact dates of uh, the second season of Strange New Worlds. Yeah. 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 Goldsman said that was going to be announced soon and implied uh, they are going to get picked up for a season three. Cool. Be helpful for our podcast planning (laughs) to know when that's going to air. Because like I said, we're not going to be talking about Discovery season five in 2023. All right. So bear with us one more week or one more podcast. Let's hope the last season of Discovery is as good as the last season of Picard. Absolutely. I'm all for it. Just part of their master plan. You know, you just (laughs) lower lower the expectations so much in the early seasons and then strike. Hey, they worked on Enterprise, too, you know. That's true. That's true. The Manicoto season. All right, folks. Thank you for spending an hour with us. You can send us an email, trekcompanion at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Yep, you still can. I don't think we've been there in a while, but you can. Uh, At Trek Companion. Thank you again for spending an hour with us. And until next time, take it easy. Bye, guys. See ya. I passed it.